This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. episode of the reality is a happy new year i'm supposed to answer happy new year to you too it's weird because i already saw you yesterday it's january 2nd how long are we gonna say this for you think that's true Uh, i think i'm gonna go in my emails at work uh till the end of the week is when i say happy new year sure yeah yeah i'm only doing like Anytime I get on the phone with a group of people this week and it's like the first time I'm talking to them, mm-hmm. it's gonna they're going to get one happy new year and then that's it. Now, are they only getting a happy new year or are they getting a happy new year? I hope the new year finds you blah, 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 blah. Oh, no, 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 or, no, 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 I don't, I don't have time for that. No blessings. <laughs> Just congratulations. You're still alive. Um, do you say, uh, is your preferred thing blessings, thoughts, and prayers, or vibes? None of them. Blessings? Vibes? I don't think I can pull off the vibes thing. I think I'm too old for that. (laughs) No, you can. I see people, like, with that sweatshirt that's a a, um, uh, good Good vibes vibes only. only. (laughs) I can't. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cute, but I don't think I could pull that off conservatives don't like it conservatives do not like that they've switched from thoughts and prayers to sending you good vibes i did not know that yeah it it doesn't make any sense because like who cares because i might feel like not everybody prays so some people don't like thoughts and prayers then do people pray even if they're not calling it prayer what is that activity what is sending good vibes isn't that prayer no, because it depends on because prayer requires a a Lord, a universal, a higher no, being. Doesn't doesn't no, it? Doesn't no. You know what? You You're giving me bad it. vibes only right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, um, 
do you give a shit about the new year? You know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It better Usually, be. Um, I don't know. Now I'm concerned. I'm concerned if it's not going to be interesting now. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, probably not. Actually, <laughs> definitely not. Okay. Um, so I'd say in the last 12 years, 15 years, mm-hmm. uh, when the new year is coming around, I'm filled with a lot of anxiety. Oh, about, wow. Like, oh, oh, no. Wow. Because, you know, it's like the passage of time and you're like, oh, no, I mm. still haven't done the thing that I wanted to do. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Here comes grandfather time. This bullshit. Here comes grandfather. I'm going to be dead soon. <laughs> and you I haven't even birthday? had sex with Diane Sawyer yet. Huh? <laughs> your bucket list. That's my bucket, my bucket list. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's usually what happens. So I'm yeah. never kind of looking forward to New Year's Eve. Um, uh-huh. And then I'd go to these New Year's Eve parties and I'd just mm-hmm. be like, ugh, I hate this. Because mm-hmm. everybody would be drunk and I don't drink. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but this year, and I mm-hmm. think this is probably because I made a conscious effort this year to be better, to be a better <laughs> person, whatever that means. Wow. Be like more responsible with my time and stuff and like, okay. you know, think about stuff. This year, I am not, I, I had no anxiety. Like I popped a melatonin at 11 p.m. I uh, stayed up until midnight. I, yeah. Uh, hit a little bit and I went to sleep and I was happy and I'm all okay. Amazing. Um, which is interesting because, you know, this is a big year for me in terms of passage of time. I know. It's a big one. It's mm-hmm. a big one. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm just like fooling myself. No, 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 to- no. I Well, first of all, I think that we should remember that uh, existing as a human being is just fooling yourself. Like we're just constantly fooling ourselves into thinking that Things are more important than they really are. Like, yeah. ultimately, we're just we're just existing in a world where we have a variety of responsibilities, things that we are like things that depend on us, things that we depend on, and we're just navigating various relationships until we can get different things done. Wow, that's depressing. My God, <laughs> I have all this anxiety again now. Bad vibes only. I know. Um, I don't care about the New Year's. I don't think I've ever cared about New Year's Eve. I don't think that ever in my life have I ever been like, oh, my God, it's a new year. Now it's time for me to do a thing. Uh, I like to do a thing where I start to get like in uh, my my resolution rolling around uh-huh. like because um, I get really I think I figured out, I get really depressed in September. Yeah. Like the fall, which is weird because the fall is actually my favorite time of the year. Yeah. But I get really depressed around that time, um, especially towards the end of fall, beginning of winter. It's just mm-hmm. like a bad time for me. And then um, it, it really stresses me. I don't know why. Uh, it's just I think I think that um, I'm a bear and I think that hibernating is important to me. Oh, you mean an actual bear. I don't <laughs> know if being a bear was like, like a, a sec- like, like a like a gay term. Yeah. No, because I'm a girl. I don't know. Are there ga- girl bears? In the queer know. community? I don't know. Let us know. Um, What was I saying? Oh, depression. I get sad in December, in uh, the winter months. <laughs> so the winter months are like a little bit sad for me. Um, I just like don't do well when the sun starts to set sooner. I need like daylight a lot. I've d- yeah, discovered that I don't. depression. It's a thing. Yeah. I get literally sad uh, because I've got seasonal anxiety and depression. Um, 
And so I like to do it where if I'm like, okay, if I want to do a thing start for next year, I'm either going to start it in like November or I'm going to start it in March. It's not happening in the winter, like in the January times. So I don't care for New Year's resolutions. I, you know, I'm not good with like goals I've discovered, which is like, you, which I think like, are you surprised by that? Like, as I, I don't do. I am surprised by that. I don't, so I, I, I don't know. Well, I guess you're not good with goals, but you're great with tasks, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like to complete a task, but I don't like to set long-term goals because well, they stress me you- out. Don't you get satisfaction from completing those tasks? Like, isn't there at the end of I the need, day? But- no, I need immediate tasks to complete. A goal to me is like something that needs to be set like far into the future. Like a resolution to to do something needs to like – it's like, you know, in like six months or a year or whatever, I will like have achieved something. I don't do well with that. I like short, achievable tasks. That makes me feel better. The long-term stuff, too stressful for me. So that's actually, that's interesting, I hope, Um, because (laughs) one of the things that's worked out really well for me this year Uh is understanding that, you know, you make a list of tasks. Uh Um, I have like, like every night now, I have a Mm -hmm. things to do list, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's work related and it's also personal related. I just have Mm -hmm. to do these things, right? And what I do is I complete those tasks. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, there's a part of me that for the longest time has been like, well, I completed those tasks, but I still have anxiety about the stuff. Mm. And it's just really leaning into the fact that completing the tasks is the goal. Like you just do that and then you're yeah. okay. All you have yeah. to do now is just give yourself a second. And you know what? Celebrate it however you want to celebrate it. Like take full advantage of the fact that, hey, I completed this task. I feel mm-hmm. good about it. That's all that matters. And then you wake up the next day and then you do more stuff, right? So I've really leaned into that in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping to kind of lean into that more in 2023, um, Mm -hmm. be a little bit smarter with my time and stuff like that. Um, And, uh, you know, you sleep better and and all those things. So Yeah, you sleep better when you're like, okay, I did the things I I was trying to do today. And that's got to be enough. That actually... leads us to something I'd like to talk about, which is what is in and what is out for 2023. What is for me? For me, what's out is setting goals. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. (laughs) And what's in is being present and intentional. So what you described about having tasks and completing them, you're being intentional with your time. And that, and the thing is some, like another thing that I feel like I am really going to lean into is the fact that like, it's okay that I don't uh, – it's okay for me to – like in my list of tasks, it's okay for me to put a list together of achievable things that include the fact that there's going to be some dillying and dallying. Yep, exactly. You give we gotta, We got to schedule time for dilly-dallying. We got to schedule bullshit, time for doom scrolling, hours. just bullshitting. Yeah. Like – one of my favorite things to do is when I organize my closet, like every time I do a big bunch of laundry and then I organize my closet because I'm like putting all the clothes away. Father always walks in at some point. I'm just sitting on the floor of my closet, which is like cup surrounded by things, just scrolling on my phone. He's like, how long have you been in here? I'm like, I don't know. And then he's like, all right, do you need anything? And I'm like, no, I'm just organizing my closet. Like 40 minutes later, I get up, my foot's numb. And then I start to <laughs> clean up again. 
And the cleanup only takes like seven minutes. But I've scheduled two hours for myself to put away my laundry. Nice. Yeah. Intentional. So the, the thing that I've done is uh, I, I I do appreciate that. I do understand that. That some of like I need for myself uh, some time to waste. Right. So like um, but it's also like how you kind of define what work is. Um, yeah for me because it's not work isn't just the actual job that you do or whatever but you know in your personal life also right so like yeah for me i'm just like okay on a saturday like between friday night and saturday i don't know like maybe all day saturday i'm like okay you know what i just need to give myself some time to do some bullshit just some straight up bullshit that i can do and not have guilt about it while i'm in the middle of the bullshit because that's Mm. another thing right because like you get done with the bullshit and then you start just feeling really really bad about yourself and and i'm like no it's okay you deserve it it's okay you want to do something you can do some something on sunday you can make your week better just by planning ahead Mm -hmm. however you can and maybe on sunday you don't actually have to do any work maybe just the planning is the work that's all you have to do and then just be okay with it um, yeah. So I've been doing a whole lot of that. So. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Adults. Yep. Huh? Scheduling and time for doom scrolling. Because you know what? I deserve it. I Well, so the thing is, I, now I'm going to judge you. Because no I stopped doom scrolling a lot since I got rid of Instagram, which was great, by the way. Everybody should get rid of Instagram. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I was talking to her cousin about this yesterday because she's like, she notices it also. She's like, you know, mm-hmm. I put too much time into it. And she's like, but it's not that bad. Then yeah. I asked her if she gets a jolt of excitement from the likes. Do you get a jolt of excitement from the likes? No. No. What are you doom scrolling though? Just. I'm not doom scrolling my own content. I, no, I mean, you know, I mean, what what is it that you're looking for when you're doom scrolling? Just. Uh, way to turn your brain off for a little bit no so i mean sometimes it's a legit doom scroll where i'm just like i don't know what i've looked at for the last like seven minutes right um when that that usually that one usually happens if i like can't sleep which is really terrible for me or if i'm like um if i am uh just waking up and trying to like wake my brain up and just check my notifications and stuff i think for me a doom scroll it's rarely doomy. It's more so like in my brain, I've got this compartment of like this jumbled set of things that I'd like to learn or do, right? I like to do my hair better or my makeup better or like get a tip of how to organize my pantry. Like that's Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff that I'm usually looking up on Instagram. I'm not like looking up like just people trying on clothes or pointing to the space above their heads. I'm not doing that. I don't care about the space above their heads. Occasionally, okay, I'll tell you when there's a the rabbit hole scrolling is the worst where like something pops up on your feed and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I used, I know this influencer. They used to be married. And then you're like, there's no ring on their finger. And then you go through their profile to see whether they've ever noted that they were divorcing their husband. That's the worst. Like that yeah, is that terrible. That's insane. First of all, it's so crazy that I care. Um, but two, I will do that. Like I will, or occasionally if I get a funny thought pops into my head or like I'm looking at Twitter and somebody says something funny and I like want to respond to it, right? Reply to a tweet. I want to like post the right gift for it. I'll spend so much time looking for the perfect gift, gift to respond to, by the way, a viral tweet. Like they're not looking. Nobody's (laughs) Nobody's looking. looking 
Nobody's looked at it. That person has turned off their mentions. It's done. This is a waste of my time. But I will like look up the perfect gift. That's when I'm like, I've waste. I'm wasting my time. No, that this is, is you not, know what? That you should feel bad. You should feel that. Bad that, that I don't feel good about. But okay. a lot of times, my scrolling on Instagram is like, oh, um, I'm looking up a better skincare routine, and so I'll look up different kinds of retinoids or retinols, and so I'll look at reviews on Instagram from like different skincare accounts and stuff. But I don't like, yeah. But the other two scroll, the other two types, I'm like, this is so wasteful. <laughs> what a waste of my uh, life. So one of the things that was happening a lot in uh, 2022 is I would go down like these happiness rabbit holes um, of like, uh, you know, things like uh, somebody <laughs> seeing uh, color for the first yeah, time. When they yeah, yeah. A deaf child hearing their mother's the- voice. And yeah. And then like, like soldiers surprising their grandparents. <laughs> you love that. You love the military. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the men and women that are in the military. I'll say that. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? You were doing things. You were watching joy content. I was watching joy content. No, I think um, for me, uh, one of my, I don't do resolutions Mm -hmm. uh, because they never work out. But I would like to get I'd like to get a signature haircut because my I, hair is a mess. I, I feel like you already have a signature haircut. I don't think I do. I think it's too much. You no. Know the First of all, you've got the best hair in the family. I do have. And that's the thing. I think that is what's leading my anxiety is because I have great hair, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not taking full advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, you're not. It's actually and messed you know what? up. It's, it's, it's actually, yeah, if uh, Like what our brother shoes. would do with your hair. Exactly. It's amazing. Um, I know. It feels like an opportunity lost, really. Um, and, you know, I had signature a signature haircut, I want to say, in, like, my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to go back to that. But I think what's happened is, um, and you know this, like, there's too much face here. There's too much face. So I need to figure out a haircut <laughs> that draws you in, but then also draws you away from all the face. Okay. I, I hate that we have to use this term, but I do think you would do well with a fasci. What's a fashy? The fascist haircut? Oh, that one? No, I can't do that. I tried to do that with my last haircut. I just But I you're I also going like to me. like super cuts and just I being like, whatever, cut. fucking do whatever the hell you want. It's haircuttery, and I would and I hope that you would not <laughs> I wish that you would not speak that way about Christina, who is <laughs> You have a specific partner. girl you go to? A girl. She is a hair artist, um, but yes, I do. And we talk about her bowling league. It's a fun oh, time. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Person. So maybe maybe you should consult with Christina and say, Christina, how do we balance out this nose? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know you're joking around, but the fact that you said nose, that's going to stay with me for the rest of the week. That is not... I am. That's all I'm gonna see when I look in the mirror now. You're gonna be on Zoom calls. You're gonna be like, "Happy News Year, Nose Year," and they're gonna be like, "What? Nothing." My sister said a thing. I've never stopped talking about it, thinking about it. Um. Well, when you said that, there's a lot of face. I mean, we all know. We all have the same problem. I've got a nose problem. You've got a nose problem. But you know, I grew into my nose. Yeah, you did. Plus, you're married. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I know, honestly. It's so funny. Like, people will take pictures and stuff, like, you know, group pictures. And they'll be like, do you like this picture? Can I post it? I'm like, what do I give a shit? Tag me. I don't give a fuck. 
What's going to happen? You know, that is the one drawback of not being on Instagram or having mm-hmm. like an active Instagram account or no social media is mm-hmm. I feel like in the last 10 years, uh, everybody that's been on social media has figured out their angles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They know mm-hmm. which way to slightly adjust here and there. Um, in my life, I've probably taken like 20 selfies <laughs> all together. Okay, um, you, we, you do and- not have a face for selfies. I do not have a face for selfies, or maybe I do. I just don't know how to angle my face. And these <laughs> selfies, and this includes like you know selfies that I need to send into like doctors and stuff like that. So like selfies to doctors <laughs> for like prescriptions and stuff. I get prescriptions <laughs> for hymns. I get oh. hair care products. Yeah, and my boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> what do they need to see your face for? For those, oh, um, a selfie of my face. Um, I... <laughs> That's a a falfy. <laughs> falfy? It's phallic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah, I think, well, just so it makes you feel any better. I've been on social media actively for like as long as social media has existed. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I still don't know how to take a good picture. I don't know what to do with like my arms. I don't know what to do with my legs. I have no idea. People like have a pose. They're like, this is my good side. And I'm like, I guess this is my good side. I have no idea. I have not a clue. And it's weird because like sometimes I'm, I feel like I like probably didn't try it all in a picture. And then I look at the picture and I'm like, wow, that turned out really nice. And then yeah. I'm like going into taking a picture and I'm being so intentional about like how I'm posing. And then I look, I look, I look upset because I, you could see on my, because we are uh, people with feelings on our face. I feel like you can tell in my face that I'm like, I'm yeah. really thinking about this. So yeah, do you have, have you ever been in a situation where you're like smiling for a picture um, and then the smile, like it's taking too long. So your <laughs> mouth starts to like. Real. Yes. Because <laughs> this is a problem. I don't know my smile. Right. So when we're taking like, when I want to go to like a girl's night out, girl's like, let's take a picture. And they want to do like a million pictures. Right. I start to think through, think for too long. And then I'm like, maybe I should try a different smile. We're standing here. <laughs> and then by the end of it, I look like Chandler Bing. Because I, yeah. I like, my eyes are dead. I don't know how to smile from my eyes. My eyes are dead. The teeth are just showing. Yeah. And I'm basically frowning. It's my, a mess. I, I, it feels like my lips start glitching. Like, so they just start shaking uncontrollably <laughs> when I'm smiling for too long. <laughs> We are a mess. Shit, we should have more anxiety. We're monsters. I have so much anxiety. What are you talking about? Hey, you want to know the best thing that happened for New Year's Eve, though? Like, the best thing that happened for New Year's Eve weekend, which people are have been clamoring for us to talk about, is the arrest of your idol, Andrew Tate. <laughs> um, so, I don't... The arrest uh, was a, a beautiful cherry on top Um, yeah i don't anticipate anything happening uh because that's just the law or whatever um i think the thing that happened before that was actually more delicious to me because it happened in the arena that that piece of shit kind of like you know he kind of operates right yeah you know what i mean and it was one simple tweet and it encapsulated everything that that dude is about Mm -hmm. um and 
you know, what the perfect response is. Like, this is exactly what it is. Like, okay, you are pretending to be a badass. You're picking on a 19-year-old girl who, by the way, doesn't give a fuck about you. You are, uh, I guess, cloud chasing her. Like, you are. And and it's only because of your uh, immature asshole fans that like this kind of stuff, right? That think that this is actually something that's worth doing. That this is, like, this somehow makes you more of a man. And she destroyed him. Like, and there's no comeback from that. And it's like, so like, you know, I'm in these groups with these guys or whatever that are garbage. I don't know what they call those fans or whatever. Like, right. But they're Andrew Tate fans or whatever. And then now they're like, oh, see, the arrest won't stand. And he was being set up and all this other nonsense. But it's like, listen, man, if the tweet isn't enough for you. Like if if you can still get past it, if you still think that this is a person to support or whatever, then God bless you. I'm not even gonna you know waste my time with it. Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. If you're still not getting it, then and the uh, did you watch the like the two minute video that like uh, he posted afterwards? No, I never. Ever okay, so I did end up watching it. I tried to avoid it, but then I was like, let me see what this garbage person said. The funniest thing about it was that he just kept saying like. Okay, Greta, your email address is small dick energy. So I guess you're telling us you have an e- you have a small dick. I'm like, Andrew, Ugh. Andrew, no, dude. And no. this is the thing, right? This is what's upsetting to me about like what's happened in the last five years, where conservatives somehow seem to think that they're funnier. So like, no, not, bitch, funny. You're not funny. You're not funny. And the thing is, like, their version of humor is only to like try to it's it's very obvious because whenever i feel like some conservatives are trying to be one it's either at the cost of another person or two Mm -hmm. it's them trying to be funnier than the insult that they just got or like trying to laugh off their insult but you can tell that they're actually really hurt by it yeah you know it's it's so sad it's Um, it's like my my friends uh that are you know racist sometimes and they're like well we know we're just we're true tellers like dave Chappelle." i'm like motherfucker you're not dave Chappelle." Oh my god, you are not Dave Chappelle. I hate to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. You're not close to Dave Chappelle. You are a 13-year-old that retweets Dave Chappelle at best. That's the level of humor that you're coming in with. And then you're just like saying the F word. Yeah. The gay slur F word. And that and you think it's so funny. You're like, that's not funny. Um one of my friends is from the South. She's a white person from Georgia, born and raised there, like lived there forever. So she's somebody who was raised really conservative. And then like now as an adult, she's a, you know, she's got a two-year-old daughter, everything. She's like married. She has really like her views have changed a lot. And she tells me all the time, you know, like she grew up going to like Planned Parenthood protests with her church, like super embarrassing stuff or things that like she regrets now but did it because that's just how she was raised she was she said she was at uh you know a gathering this winter with her family and her grandma and her mom's cousin were talking about like uh trans people and they were like you know what do you think about uh you know men going into bathrooms and she was like i don't care who goes to what bathroom i just don't care and they were like, you have a daughter. You care about a man being in the bathroom with your daughter? She was like, I care about any stranger being in the bathroom with my daughter. She was like, are they yeah. in the stall with my child? Are they in the stall? She's like, where am I that my two-year-old is in a stall with a stranger? And if they're in a stall with a stranger, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It could be anybody. 
She was like, I would just not want anybody in the bathroom with my child if we're going to go there, you know? And then they were like, what do you think about, well, and then they start talking about pronouns. And then one of them was like, well, have you heard that now schools are having to provide litter boxes because kids are identifying as cats? And she was like, it was so, such an obviously absurd, like, Facebook post that they're, like, talking about right now that she's like, I didn't even want to look up how fake this is, but then she did. And it's like, it, it literally, all you have to do is Google, are kids identifying as cats? <laughs> and every single search, every single response that comes out is like, no, urban myth, no. And then yep. finally, the fourth one is like, Joe Rogan jokes about kids yep. identifying well, no, as so cats. That's the thing, right? Like, so that piece of shit, I think in general, one of the things that I like about 2022 is mm-hmm. that more people have kind of gotten, they're kind of understanding the griftier people, right? Yeah. So like, um, like the fall of Elon Musk has been so satisfying. So satisfying. Because like, I've been telling people for a little while that I kind of don't trust this Elon thing. This is going yeah. back a couple of years because the thing that I realized is that I think he wants to be a celebrity Mm-hmm. more so than anything else he just wants to be known and when yeah. somebody's that thirsty um and they have a lot of influence like they have a lot of a financial influence and they're not using it properly um i'm just weary of that person right so just to watch what's happened to that fuck like he is like if you are an elon musk fan at this point that says something about you, you yeah know i mean like you can point to the money and all this other stuff that shows that, oh, okay, this is a person that's accomplished a lot and you have to respect that or whatever. But you are saying something about yourself if you're like, oh, I love Elon Musk. Yeah, so I it's like not that good. those things are defined now. I like that um, this Andrew Tate stuff, at this point, I think if you are an Andrew Tate fan, that is once again saying something about you. Like you can't, to me, you can't make a legitimate case about like the rightness of it unless... You also say to me, but I all I and I agree with him on all the woman stuff, right? I, yeah. I agree with him on all the misogyny because that's what you're signing up for. You know yeah. What I mean? If anybody so is I like, like that oh, these things are defined. Yeah, I like. I think anybody who is like, I just like people who say it like it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but what are they saying? What do you like that they say <laughs> like it is? Because then if you say if you like that they say it like it is, then you're agreeing with the stuff that they say. And if you're agreeing with the stuff that they say, then you believe that women are a commodity that should yeah. be sold. Yeah. Like, and it's so ridiculous because now the – really, you're going to love this. Now the um the people who, like, love Andrew Tate are like, oh, y'all are out here cheering Andrew Tate getting arrested. Meanwhile, all of the movies you watch and the entire government is run by pedophiles. I'm like, what are you saying? What are you saying? And then somebody's always like, like Tom Hanks. I'm like, you don't talk about Tom Hanks that way. What has Tom Hanks ever done to you besides make you happy watching movies and interviews? (laughs) You're muted, buddy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) just crazily laughing alone anyway um yeah so i feel like that's like the alternative right it's like oh yeah this is just a distraction i'm like okay Uh, great i'm distracted (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm I'm okay. Like I understand you want to have a level of skepticism in life, like yeah. a lot of people want to have because you don't want to be made a fool or whatever. Yeah, I get that, and maybe that is, uh, maybe that is a good quality on some yeah. level because you're like, okay, you know, so you are kind of aware. You don't just whatever, but there's got to be a limit to it, right? I think for me, it's like I will. I am somebody that will. Uh, trust the vaccines. I don't care what happens because I think at the end of the day, people are just trying to do the right thing. People are just yeah. trying to do the responsible thing. And the thing with like how it all happened or whatever is nothing's going to be perfect, right? You have to accept that. And the other thing is you're not that special. Like you have to see who you are within the context of the world, right? Yes. Nobody's out to target you. Nobody's out to get you. Even the biggest people in the world, right? And maybe this is something that's become uh that that's come uh out of like the internet and social media is i think people have started to get more self-important like yes just thought that oh you know i'm a person that needs to share their views and thoughts with the world i mean you know to be fair like we're recording a podcast i mean (laughs) we're doing it we're doing it with the intention that people hear it and we want people to like us or whatever so i understand that so we all have a little bit of that but at some point i like to be tethered to reality yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you need to be okay like you need to okay call people out on their bullshit you can call out your own bullshit but at the end of the day i don't think you know we're in a matrix or anything like that right because it's a point of that you can't you won't be a happy person if you live like that so yeah exactly well um so i love i agree with you that i love that in 2022 we've all decided that maybe not everybody on the internet needs a voice um what are your some uh, what are your some what am i saying what are some of your favorite pop culture uh either pop culture political or sport sports moments of 2022 i can give you a bunch of them um, oh yeah so- okay let's start from the beginning of the year the one that i feel like i remember the earliest of the year that really rabble roused people was obviously the slap uh, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> we don't have to go into detail about the slap, uh, but it was, was an exciting moment. time. Yeah, you and I were barely ex- siblings. <laughs> <laughs> it was an exciting time, and I think you're dead wrong on it. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was a big moment. I thought about it a lot. I'm still thinking about it. I've uh, come kind of. I mean, I haven't come around on it. I still feel how I feel about it, but <laughs> I thought a lot about it. It's not a fun thing for me to think about, though. Is that a fun thing for you? Um, you know, it's not that it's it's not. Uh, no, I, I I don't. I think it's hilarious. Actually, it is a fun thing because I think that people. What is hilarious pe- to you about people? It? People got really upset and emotional ultimately about a thing that didn't really affect them at all but listen to me people get upset (laughs) about things that don't affect them all the time right like people get upset at tweets yes yes this to me is like the most problematic tweet slash type of thing that i've ever seen (laughs) happen in a public arena i'm sorry people were just so upset they were like Where's Jada? When is she going to say something? I'm like, Jada doesn't owe you shit. Shut up. Move on. People were like, I i can't believe that happened. I'm so traumatized. Well, let what? me ask you a question. You're making fun of it right now, right? Uh-huh. What if instead of Will Smith, that was Warren Beatty, 
who slapped Chris Rock on the face. How would you feel about that, <laughs> you difference. fucking hypocrite? There's a difference because yeah, it's a white a, man slapping a black man. Exactly, there's a, there's exactly. a difference, okay? What, watching a black man hit a black man is okay with you? No, it's not okay. It's just that people were deeply, deeply traumatized and felt like he owed them something. And it just cracked me. It's, people still feel that way. You still feel that way. I just I'm not saying he owes me anything, but I don't think it's funny. I think it's fucked up. No. I don't think it's funny. Okay, it wasn't You're funny. You're laughing. I am laughing at the flabbergasting of the people afterwards. Will I'm laughing Smith, at- <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, went on stage and slapped Chris Rock <laughs> on the face at the Oscars, and Listen. then said. Keep your wife's name or keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. This happened on ABC TV. It was not censored. How is it not a huge thing? It is a huge thing. It was so huge. Look at us. We're still talking about the You know, my favorite conversation that came out of the slap was whether or not I liked that all of me and all my married friends were like, would you want your husband to do that? Would you want your husband to slap somebody? I'm like... I wouldn't want my husband to slap anybody, but I would want my husband to scream, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. At the Oscars in that context? Anywhere. If he, if my husband defended my honor verbally, mm-hmm. okay, I would give him a third baby. Yeah, baby wants, like, that's fuck, exactly what I was thinking. He wants like five kids. I'd give them all five. I'd give him three more. I'd be done. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Let's go um that yeah that was one of my another low-key favorite moment that happened in the beginning here which is like really just (laughs) just a very silly twitter thing elmo was in a fight with a rock what you know rocco there was like all these clips in the beginning of the year of elmo being irritated with rocco which is a pet of one of the other uh puppets or muppets from sesame street and so there were all these <laughs> videos that came out of like Elmo being told that he needs to play nicely with a rock. And it was just hilarious. The Twitter content, it was like four days, but it was just me like, this is like happy, the joy scrolling, the joy content yeah. that you were talking about. That was like me like laying in bed, me and my husband just giggling at videos of Elmo getting mad at a rock. <laughs> Do you enjoy that? I, I didn't. I, I, I did not watch that. Oh, it was great. You missed out. The moment's gone. Um, The other thing that I obviously, I'm sure, no surprise, I spent like six months of the year talking about it was the Don't Worry Darling drama. Oh, God. I was obsessed. I still am. It still brings me joy when I think about it. I can see, I can see Chris Pine's face as he's being potentially spat on and then laughing and shaking his head. It's hilarious. That I missed that. Yeah. I that um, took over my entire summer. I uh, I enjoyed the election night, which was fun for me. Oh, yeah. That was nice. Election night. <laughs> you know what I don't think that I paid enough attention to, which I hear, I know Arthi was saying it was like the best thing in the world, was the, oh, the January, January 6th, 6th. Oh, stuff. so good. She was and like, I can't wait for the movie. Those, right? Yeah. And that's another one of those things where it's like, okay, man, like I get it. Uh, you supported Trump because he was an outsider and you don't trust people. And maybe all this, uh, you know, being told about minorities and people that are different than you, people that are uh, different than traditional white people or whatever is annoying to you and 
you kind of need to rebel against that somehow. So you're voting for somebody like Trump. I get it. I don't agree with it. I think it's stupid because he's a stupid person. Uh, but you want to do that? You want to, uh, you know, bombard your own country like that? Sure, I get it. But like okay. after the January 6th hearings and all that stuff, I'm like, man, like, you know exactly what you are standing yeah. up for, right? Yeah. It's just like that same like Andrew Tate thing. Like you can't, you can't argue your way out of this at this point. Like you can make like, you know, you can make like bullshit arguments about like, well, you know, well, Obama did this and nothing is close. No, nothing is nothing justifies your choice or whatever. So I enjoy that a lot. Also, in general, yeah. I think the fall and you know what it's been because I kind of follow this stuff. It's been nice to see like the conservatives have realized that they have uh, um, sucked that teat dry, that 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 Trump teat dry for all yeah. it's worth. Yeah. Um, and now they are moving on to other stuff. There's still yeah. some there's still some people that are supporting him. I am kind of sad about I am sad for people that still believe that he is out here kind of fighting for them. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, how do you still you, you can't you know, you know that he's in it for the grift, you know, he's in it for the money. Yeah. Um, and then you just think to yourself, man, like, you know, there are uh, coming from places where we come from. You see how that stuff happens, right? You're yeah. like, okay, somebody gets, you know, they you buy into something, and it's really hard to to get out of it because yeah. you've tied yourself emotionally, maybe you've tied yourself financially to to a thing, and it's really hard to break out of it. So I do feel bad for those people um, because it's like, okay, you know, they've kind of bought in, um, and it's hard to 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 get out of it. So I hope that you know. So I try to be a a little bit more patient with those people. I'm not patient with people that are obviously just hopping on as part of the grift, right? So like yeah. people like Sean Hannity and people like Tucker Carlson, who obviously know better because they've yeah. been around and yeah. they make a lot of money. You're like, okay, so these, you know, those people can get fucked. But the everyday people that I run into, like I have a neighbor that used to have a Trump flag for the longest time. It's not oh. a New York Rangers flag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I talked to him the other day. He's like a lovely older man. And mm-hmm. I was talking to him about it. And we weren't talking, like, I didn't go into it talking to him about that. Um, he got his house painted away. So I was just talking to him about stuff. And um, it came up, and he was like, the January 6th hearings for me, he was like, I just, it took me a while. But, you know, I still have my conservative, my conservative views or whatever. And I liked how he made me feel initially. But I understand now. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's so nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. You know, maybe in 2023, I talk more to my neighbors. Yeah. You know who you should really talk to? You know what I get a lot of good conversation out of? Who? Is uh, uh, people at retail stores when I'm checking out and stuff like that. Oh, no. No? Mm -mm. I have a lot of good conversations Mm -mm. with those people. No, you love to talk to strangers. Uh, I don't. No, that's not going to happen. Um, uh, retail stores? Listen, well, retail stores, it's crazy like, real. Retail. You worked in retail. I worked in retail. I hated talking to people while I was working. Well, just buy your stuff and get out of my face. When is my 15? Well, no. So obviously you don't force it. But I'm just saying, if you're open to it, it's nice. I'm never it's open nice to it. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. I walked in on on one conversation where uh, there was a, it was an African-American lady who was at Mm -hmm. the register Mm 
mm-hmm. and then an African American man who was uh, um, who was checking out, mm-hmm. and they were like involved in this in this uh, like very he- like uh, a very heavy conversation. It seemed like, mm-hmm. um, and the guy just said like, you yeah, know, she can't, you know, she can't, she can't catch up to me. I'd, I'd knock her out, and I'm like, what? And it turns out. <laughs> That they were talking about Queen Latifah as uh, the closer. Is she the closer? No, the <laughs> equalizer. The <laughs> equalizer. So they were talking about how Queen Latifah does not fit that role. And the lady was like, no, she does fit the role because she can take care of herself. And he's like, no, I I am ex-military. I know I could beat her up. I'm like, what? So then I, of course, being the piece of shit that I am, I inserted myself into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we started going through like different people that would maybe play that role a little bit better. Okay. So well, maybe who? Ter- we were we were all on board with Taraji P. Henson. She oh, she could crazy. kick anybody's ass. And Regina King. Regina King. Oh. From Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. Is that Regina King or Regina Hall? Regina Hall is the other one. Yeah, Regina Hall is the other one. Regina, Regina Hall is a f- comedian. She's a yes. funny one. Yes, from yes. Scary Movie. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, that's great. See, I mm, I would just like laugh on the side and be like, I can't insert myself in this. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go sit in my car for fifteen minutes before pulling out and doom scroll for a little bit in the heat. Thaw myself. <laughs> um, what was some of your favorite uh, television to watch? In 2022 my favorite television i think the best show that i watched the best new show that i watched was probably uh the last season of better call saul i think oh better call saul is a great great show it's probably like the best like like the best thought out show i've ever seen um that and then obviously house of dragon you know, because I trust your judgment since now I'm watching The Sopranos and I'm loving yeah, it. Buddy. I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I wanted to go from Sopranos to The Wire, but I think I'm going to go Sopranos to Breaking Bad. Mm, I'd go Sopranos to The Wire. You think so? That's what I would do. Okay, yeah. fine. The Wire fine. is definitely better. By life. the way, I can now spot like streets and things in the background of The Sopranos where I'm like, oh, they're filming in my town. That's it's so exciting, right? It's amazing. I'm like, oh, I know that. That's like Ridgedale Avenue. They're in East Orange. Like I can tell, which is very exciting. It means nothing because the show ended 20 years ago. Absolutely. But, you know. I remember the f- the first time I felt like that because I started watching uh, season three, I think, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when it was coming, uh, when it was actually airing. Mm-hmm. So I caught up before that. Um, and when that undercover FBI I exactly what you're going to say. They were like- when somebody Where was like, from? I'll meet you in A&B Bakery on Route 10 in East Hanover. I was like, ah! <laughs> I, I got like a like a location boner when she said Whippany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was from Whippany. Whippany. Yeah. Um, yes. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about Sopranos a different day because I think I'm almost done. I'm already moved on to season five now. I watched two yeah. seasons in, during this last 10 days that we weren't recording or whatever. Um. My favorite thing to watch was House of the Dragon and obviously the White Lotus season two. But also, I don't want to forget the fact that Succession's last season was this year, was in 2022. And oh, the was ending it? was so good. Yeah, it was earlier this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah I, it was 2022. I about it. Yeah, I know. But the ending were, uh, spoiler alert, uh, you know, the siblings get screwed over by their papa. 
and then they're like all hunched over and mm-hmm. comforting each other the way that ends. Oof. Oof. So good. What a good time. I can't forget. Yeah. So it's all HBO shows. Sukseshi, White Lotus, and House of the Dragon. Now, since you hadn't seen it before, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Isn't The Sopranos the best TV you watched in 2022? 100%. Yeah, buddy. I mean, here's the thing. It's the best TV that I've watched, and I can see myself being so overwhelmed and, like, emotional watching it in, if I had watched it live. But I don't know if I would have had the same appreciation for it as, like, a 19, 17, 18, 19-year-old watching it. Yeah, no, it's that changes, I do now sure. at my advanced age because mm-hmm. I'm their age now. Yeah, Edie Falco mm-hmm. was 33 when she was making the show. 33. Yes, that's crazy. That's crazy. She's so good. James Galadofini was 38. 38, yeah. Amazing. Um, now this is obviously, obviously, mm-hmm. a huge victory lap for me mm-hmm. because I have been uh, telling you about this for years. Okay. And you have, you have, uh, you have mocked me almost That's with right. your not watching. Right? Yep. Now, how much cachet? Like, does this does this increase uh, my stature in your eyes when it comes to recommending stuff? Like, are you going to look at something else that I recommend? I just said with- I'm going to start watching Breaking Bad. What else do you want me to say? I don't understand. I mean, that's a TV show. I mean, but the thing is, Breaking Bad and The Wire. If you're what not are you gonna, watching, what, it, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Get a chicken salad wrap made and then have them panini press it where the chicken is cold, that's ice right. cold on the inside, and the panini is hot on the outside. No. <laughs> Wait, one more thing that I remembered that I really loved, which was like an amazing moment, was earlier also in 2022, like a year ago, was a Miss Marvel. That was like yeah, a super emotional too. experience watching that. That's true. That's yeah. Great. So that was exciting. A lot of exciting stuff in 2022. Do you feel like 2022 was a good year for you? Yeah, I think so. Um, hmm. Because, again, it's uh, a year that I actively try to uh, make improvements. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those improvements kind of bore out for me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, it's like, okay, I did a thing. I tried hard at something. And it kind of worked out, right? Everything is, isn't perfect or whatever. So, um, overall, I think I think it was... It was good. I like 2022 um, for me personally. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of hope that 2023 is kind of the same when it comes to that stuff about like trying to make I'd be a better person or whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I think that 2022. <laughs> I have my um, new aligners, my Invisaligners in my mouth, and I sound like borderline dicks in my mouth. Anyway, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I think 2022 for me was the first year in a while where I feel like I lived a full year. Like, because oh. 2019 was a really good year for me. I felt like I got to do a lot for myself and all that yeah. stuff. And then obviously everything shut down for two years. And even though like, which is like, it's such a privileged thing for me to say because I was traveling in 2021. So screw whatever the hell I have to say. But I feel like this year, what? I'm an awful person. Yes. Uh, I just feel like we lived a full, full year. Like, you know, I mean, everybody's making like Instagram real highlights of like their entire year set to like a fun song. I did mine to the white Lotus soundtrack. And 
Uh, <laughs> and I just really enjoyed um, making it because I was like, wow, we really did do something fun every single month, which was really, really f- nice. Like it was, yeah. I feel, I actually feel, I was talking to my husband about this. I feel at this point in my life, and this sounds like a a crazy thing to say, um, and maybe this is why I don't have any more goals, is that I feel, oh my God, I might cry saying this. I feel fulfilled. Oh. <laughs> Um, I do understand that feeling um, and I agree with you because so 2022 for me, um, one of the things that I was able to do was kind of kind of appreciate where I am uh, kind of as a full person um, that there are things that I can't do. Right. And there's things in 2023 that are going to be limited to me um, yeah. and they're limited because of, you know, whatever responsibilities or whatever it is. Right. But um, in 2022, I was able to be okay with those responsibilities and really kind of take gratitude for those responsibilities, like being able, like I was able to to tell myself, hey, this is a thing that you have to do. And it's not a bad thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And once you kind of look at your responsibilities more as like an opportunity, which is kind of huge for me because we're dealing with some, you know, we're dealing with some, some major stuff. Yeah. Um, so 2023... I, I'm hoping I can kind of lean into that some more, right? And just kind of be have gratitude. Um, and then also, like, I think over the last three years, just in general, because of the pandemic, because mm-hmm. of, you know, some other things that happened, because of things that happened in the past, I was, I became kind of risk averse, um, yeah. where I would rather just not attempt a thing and, you know, just tell myself, well, I made the smart decision by, by not, not attempting doing. a thing. Yeah. Um, in 2022, I was able to take some more calculated risks. Yeah. I think there's more room for that. Like there's some more room for enjoyment in my life. And like, and it comes with like trusting other people, right? Like you, yeah. you can ask people for help. You can ask people to yeah. like, hey, I need you to, to, because, you know, there's certain things that there's certain things only I can do, but there's mm-hmm. a lot that other people can do and they want to do or whatever that I just don't ask for. So I'd like to kind of lean into that. With limitations, of course, right? Wow. Um, so we'll see that. Yeah. What if anybody you? knows of like a roaming orgy in Central Jersey, <laughs> I think that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's the kind of risk I'm ready to take in my life at this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the future. Maybe it'll be like, you know, a relationship. But uh, right now, I'm just looking for roaming orgies. <laughs> that's R-O-A-M-I-N-G-O-R-G-I-E-S. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, you want to know one of my favorite things about 2022? What's that? Is this podcast? Oh, oh. you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. You know what? You've been my brother my whole life, and I really enjoy doing this with you. I do enjoy doing this with you, too. And I think, do do we like each other more as a result? <laughs> You know, for me, it's there is for me there is uh there is some anxiety because you are kind of my boss in this endeavor. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, oh god, I gotta make sure I'm good on the podcast. I gotta make sure I, I show up on time or whatever. Do you feel like you have to crack the whip with me here? Mm, I don't feel like I have to crack the whip with you. I actually think that this is a very easy process with you. <laughs> 
There are some times where I'm like, I've texted you and, it, and like I could tell based on your response that you're nervous about what you're about to say to me. Um, but I feel I feel like that is my relationship with everyone. So I'd like to point out I'm two and a half years older than you. <laughs> so fucking scared of you. Two whole years and six months. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. When did that happen for us? I think when mid twenties because I was really, I was really like fucking out. <laughs> you maybe were early twenties. I'm gonna say by the time I was twenty one is when I was like, oh, I'm the captain now. Like I yeah. think that that's when it happened. <laughs> I was twenty one. You were like early mid twenties. I was like, ooh, yeah. I might be better than him. <laughs> I think that I feel like I feel like when I was in high school, I felt like you were definitely more like an older brother. And when I got to college, I feel like we leveled out. And then once yeah. I finished college, I was like, I'm better than him. Yeah, and then this that- guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> this guy's a fucking idiot. Anyway, but yeah, I think that I don't think that our, our relationship has gotten better. But I do feel like, uh, like, oh, my God, I'm going to say something. It might make me a little bit emotional. <laughs> <laughs> My husband has pointed this out before. He says that there are people that you are around when you are with them. You are your full, authentic self. Mm -hmm. And I think you're one of those people. Oh, that's lovely. It is so lovely. And you know what's funny? I'm not that way around him. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be my full, authentic self around my my husband. He'd leave me. I think I'm 95% my full, authentic self uh around you oh, because okay. the other five percent you don't want any part so of. scared yeah I'm terrifying so scared. do not yeah no no yeah exactly all right well this is great i have to go i just went to breakfast wow. with my husband what about top gun maverick we didn't talk about top gun maverick oh, the movie of the year <laughs> you would hate that movie so much really it's so pro-military oh it's yeah, so yeah. Much fun. my husband loves it yeah that, i was surprised by that although he did point out the libtard that he is <laughs> terrible word i apologize um and he was like oh, it's all about the military i'm like yeah but it's also about the flyings <laughs> it's also about <laughs> planes the plansies and sunglasses um yeah okay yeah i guess i'll watch it at some point we do have a sound bar in the it. basement so maybe we can watch it in the basement you're not gonna watch it. I, liked, uh, watch it I liked i uh, liked glass onion oh i loved just... glass onion we should talk about that later you know what? I Let's talk about Glass Onion on Thursday. You got it. Um, Great. And then Avatar 2 was fun. Okay. It's three and a half hours. It is a bear. Rawr. <laughs> bear or a cat? Um, anyways. <laughs> a bear cat. But you, if you watch it in 3D, you will see something you've never seen before. You will experience something. So I love that. Blue dicks. <laughs> you know what? I did notice. Okay. I was like. I think they're kind of drawing my eye more to the to the blue butts. The d- I I noticed the blue butts <laughs> the more. Blue butts. <laughs> lots of Thanks blue a butts lot, there. Kim Kardashian. Um. Anyway, well, guys, that's it for this episode. I'll be back later this week to talk to Arthi about rehearsals of Potomac and Family Karma, and then maybe we can we can talk about Glass Onion as a full recap on Thursday. Sure. Glass I love Onion that movie. And the World Cup. <laughs>